Well, welcome back to another week of our study through the Bible. Uh, we are moving on to the book of Judges this week, and uh, this is the first. We are not entirely sure who wrote the book of Judges. Uh, they don't they don't sign off on it. They don't tell us who it is. Um, these stories about the judges, all these different characters, this, this whole book spans a period of probably 350 years or so. Uh, it takes us from the time of, of Joshua's death up to the time um, when the monarchy would have started, when the, the nation would have uh, kings over it, starting with Saul. Um, and so most likely uh, this book was compiled by Samuel um, around that time, that um, probably after Saul has become king. Um, so like 1040 to 1015 is the general range when, when this book was probably put together. These would have been you know, stories that were passed down orally uh, for a few generations, and then someone uh, takes them and writes them all down and, and puts them together in this this cohesive thing that we now have as Book of Judges. And and the most likely person to have done that is Samuel. Um, the uh, the book refers to a time when Israel had no king, implying that it's written after Israel does have a king. So it's sometime after um, Saul has has been um, anointed and becomes king of Israel, and that was like 1051. BC, so sometime after that, but if it's Samuel, obviously it has to happen before his death. And uh, we definitely know it was before uh, David had captured Jerusalem, based on where some of the people were living that it talks about in the book, that um, there were still Jebusites there, and that Israel had not taken full control of that city. So uh, we know it had to be somewhere in that range that's probably being written, and most likely all that points to Samuel being the person that wrote it. Uh, it's set, you know, everything happens in the land of Israel. They've taken over the land and been divided up. And now we see all these battles with some of the remaining people and some of the neighboring countries that come in and try to do things. Um, it's written to the people of Israel, uh, serving as a record of the sin um, cycle that you see throughout the book of Judges, that the people um, turn away from God and, and suffer for it and then call out to God and he sends people to rescue them. And we call these Judges, uh, thus the name of the book. Um, could have possibly been written, uh, Samuel's reasoning might have been uh, as a defense of King David, that it helped build this case for the need of, of a great king, a king who followed God um, more closely. And, and in the end, you know, it really points to the need for a savior. That, that's, that's really kind of what happens in the book of Judges, that we see our need for this perfect savior to come and rescue us. It, it points to the need for Jesus. That, you know, it might have been written kind of like, this is why David, who's chosen by God because of his heart and his, his relationship with God and the things that qualify him to be king, that, that we need that. But even that's going to fall short, and it's going to point us to this even greater need um, for this perfect Savior that, that could only be Jesus. Um, basic outline of the book, first couple chapters just talk about Israel's disobedience um, and the way that they don't drive out the people like God told them to do. And that sets up everything else that's going to happen in this book. Uh, chapters 3 through 16, I uh, talk about that cycle of discipline that God puts the people through. That They walk away, they have to be disciplined, they cry out, and God comes and, and rescues them. Um, and then the end of the book, 17 through 21, has some, some interesting stories. Um, but it really just shows the disorder um, that occurs when, when God is not in charge, when the people are not following him and obeying him, just how absolutely chaotic and crazy um, things can get. There's a lot of disorder there. Uh, key themes throughout the book, obedience and blessing and their connection, and, and by the same token, disobedience and discipline, and how those go together. Uh, repentance, deliverance, talks about sin, faithfulness. A um, couple key verses from the book, Judges 2, uh, 16, um, and then Judges 21, 25. Uh, really, those two verses kind of catch a lot of the theme and the idea of this book overall, 21, 25 especially, really just kind of puts good 
end note to sum up the thing that, you know, was a time when Israel had no king and everyone did what they thought was right in their own eyes. And that's that's the problem we see in Judges, and that's that's the pattern we see. Um, interesting thing, um, not the, the book of Judges not necessarily all in chronological order. Um, some of these judges overlapped. Uh, um, none of the judges ruled over all of Israel. It was, you know, this, because they, they've split up. They've divided the land, and so they're they're further apart. They're not all in this central location altogether. They're off in these kind of distant parts of the land from each other, and so some of them would have problems, and, and God would send someone to help that those people and these people, and so it's not, it's not all centralized. So uh, the book as a whole has more of a thematic structure than a chronological one. Um, not to say that they're not necessarily in order, but that's not, uh, the, the point of the book was not to give you the rundown of exactly what happened in a certain order. It's to, to see this pattern, this theme of our need for a savior and the fact that no matter how good of a person that might be, we still need something greater, that, that we still need Jesus. So hope you guys will join us this week as we read through the book of Judges. Love you guys. See you soon.